Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Now, we all know that there is a correction or a crash that's going to be coming in the housing market. It's going to happen. And if you didn't watch my video where I actually walk you through the hows and ins and outs and everything about that, check in the description for my housing market crash video where I'm literally showing you exactly what's going on now so you can see as an investor what I'm seeing, what I saw back in 2008 when there was a crash, what I'm seeing now when there's a potentially going to be a correction or a crash. Now, I also created a video where I showed you how to prepare for the crash. Now, that's a great video. Check in the description for that as well. It'll be there as well. This is where I'm going to show you creative things, things that only us investors are thinking of. You know, a lot of people think of, well, make sure you have cash on hand. Well, anybody can think of that. These are going to be some great things for you so that you can be ready. That is even much more so to invest, to make more money in this crash that's going to be happening because creative thoughts like this are really going to set you up very, very well to be a successful investor when there is a crash, when there's loads of money to be made. Hey guys, my name is Dustin Heiner with Master Passive Income, and I want to show you how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbook job, by investing in real estate rental properties so you never, ever have to work a job again. Now, I want to show you that after this crash, or during, even right now, and after the crash and during the crash, there's going to be plenty of buying and investing opportunities, but let's get ready for that now. Now, the first thing that you need to do to be prepared for this crash is to be investing for passive income. Now, passive income is basically where you don't work and you still make money. You buy one rental property and that one rental property makes you money. If you are investing for appreciation, where you buy a house and you hope that the value goes up over time, which we know eventually it will, but we also know that there's potential correction or a crash because prices are crazy, crazy high right now. If you buy for appreciation, I would be very concerned for you. In fact, I don't buy for appreciation. I'll give you an example. In 2006, when I first started investing, my first house I bought for appreciation. I lost my shirt because in 2010, I think I sold it for like $150,000 less than I bought it for. It was absolutely horrible. I learned my lesson there. And so the houses that I bought in 2007, 2008 that I bought for passive income, I literally still own and they make me money every single day, every single month, every single year since I bought it and since the crash back in 2007, 2008, and 2009. So when you buy for passive income, making $250 or more in passive income, when you do that, you're protecting yourself. Even if the value goes down, the value meaning like you bought it here, the value goes down. It only matters if you sell it. If you sell it here, you lost that money. But if you wait and it goes back up, which all of my properties that I bought in 2007 and 2008 that were before the crash, I still own those. The values were here. They went down. Now they're right back up and above. So that's what is appreciation. You only want to go for passive income. Appreciation is great. And so what I love to do is I invest for properties that make me $250 or more in passive income. And I coach all my students that this is the this is the criteria that you always want to have in your passive income is $250 or more. Now you might be thinking, oh my goodness, that's really, really hard to get. I'm like, yeah, it's it's hard to get, especially right now. Prices are high, but even now there are deals out there. One of my students just sent me a deal and said, hey, I got this deal. It's worth $130,000. 
if they're, I'm, I got it under contract for $70,000. It's going to take about $10,000 to fix up, but that's only $80,000. He's capturing, what is that, like $50,000 in equity, and it's like a $400 a month in passive income. It's a duplex. So these deals are out there as long as you're able to go after them. Now, I actually want to show you how to do this. Check in the description or click on the link that says masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. I want to give you my free course where I show you how to invest in real estate, how to buy the properties right, how to build a business that makes it run itself, how to be able to quit your job, how to make passive income, how to fund good money for the properties, how to manage the properties, all that sort of stuff, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. I will give you my free course showing you exactly how to do that. The second thing that you must be doing right now and preparing for this housing market crash is to be investing all over the country. What I mean is you do not want to be investing just in one spot. Now, I know if you only have one property, you're really only investing in one spot, but you want to be looking all over the country for new areas to invest in. And by what I mean by that is if you are only looking in one city and just honing in on there, you're not going to see everything that's going around. There might be other cities that are doing much better or much worse. And if you're in the, the area, the city that's doing worse than the other ones, then you might have trouble. So what I do is I invest all over the country. And our students, my students for Master Passive Income, uh, the coaching students, they invest all over the country as well. We have many different markets that we invest in. I'll give you an example of the reason why I'm saying being in different markets. If you're investing, and I know most people would not invest in San Francisco for passive income because you probably won't do it. But if you buy a house in San Francisco, you're probably going to pay a million dollars. When there is a housing market crash or correction, it'll be cut in half. Like that house, and I, I literally saw this back in 2008. It went from like a million dollars down to $500,000. That is $500,000 in equity just lost. And if you owe a million dollars, more than likely these people that owe that million dollars and it's only worth $500,000, they're going to walk away from that property and that's going to lead to foreclosures and so much. That's Go watch my crash video, my housing market crash video, where I talked about how it actually is going to play out and that I talk about that. Now, when you are going to be investing all over the country, over in San Francisco, it's going to be crash in half. But if you're buying houses that are $80,000, it's not necessarily going to even crash in half. It might even crash like 20, 30, 40%. I, the houses that I bought in 2006, I was buying for much, much cheaper, like $40,000, $50,000. They only went down like 10 or $12,000, which is maybe like 20, 25%. So a house that is worth a million dollars is going to crash much, much harder than a house that's worth $80,000. Now, the great thing is because you might be thinking, oh, where are you going to find properties for 50? $40,000, $30,000. There are, trust me, there are. And I'll show you exactly how to do that as well. And I actually buy these properties and make passive income as well as get appreciation, even though that's appreciation is just icing on the cake. It's great. I don't count for it. Like I don't say this is what I invest for. I invest for passive income. But what's great is if you're investing all over the country, you're seeing these different pockets of the city in a certain state and then another city in a certain state and another city in a certain state. You're seeing the housing trends what they're renting for, what they're they're investing for, what the how much the purchase price is, all that sort of stuff. And at that rate, you can pick and choose where your great deals are. I personally have, I think, like five different markets that I'm currently investing in. And at, in these markets, I know what's going on in these cities. I know what properties are there. I know what property man my property managers are going to do. I know what properties are coming on. I know the trends because I see it come up and see it come down. So be investing all the country and not just knowing what's going on in the market, but you're going to make so much better money. 
and see how your money goes further. You're going to buy a, a you know a better property that makes you more passive income, and you're going to have less money coming out of your pocket. So be investing all over the country, not in just one area or even in just your one town. You can literally invest out of state, and I'll show you how to do this. Again, get my free course, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. I'll give that to you where I'll show you exactly how to do that as well. And the third thing that you need to be doing right now is start looking for three to four new markets to invest in, to, to understand, to analyze, to know, because when you have a number of different markets, let's say you have a total of like four or five different markets, maybe yeah, three to five different markets that you are looking like one in Indianapolis, Indiana, one in like South Carolina, one in, in Ohio, one in Florida. If you have these different areas, you're spread out all over the country and you can see what is going on in each area. So I would like for you to see and find three to four different markets and really understand what's in those markets, the types of properties that are there. If they have mode predominantly two bathroom or one bathroom, like East Coast is predominantly one bathroom, not predominantly, but there are a lot more one bathroom homes because they're older homes and nobody really cared about having two bathrooms back then. So one bathroom, whereas on the West Coast, they're newer homes. So they're always two, ba two bathroom. Be looking at things like that as well as understand the trend of how the, mar the housing market goes up and down and see when it's coming down and then see when, it, hey, it's starting to stabilize now. I see the prices getting down and they're starting to stabilize. And you're able to jump on the, it's like having a fishing hole. You have different markets, basically different fishing holes. You know three or four different fishing holes. Well, if one's not biting, well, then you go to the next fishing hole and you put your reel in there and it's not biting there. You go to the next one. Oh, I got one. So you have three or four different fishing holes. And that's what we're doing is we're building the business first. And that's a big thing. If you watch, haven't watched any of my videos talking about building a business first, you definitely have to do that. Build the business first. So check in the description. I have all those links. I believe I should have all those links for all those videos. But you want to build the business first before you invest. But you have four, three to four different fishing holes to find great properties. Now, the fourth thing that you need to do is right now, interest rates are really, really low. They're crazy low. What I want you to do, here's a creative thing that you need to do. Get a home equity line of credit on your personal residence. I know you might be thinking, oh no, it's my personal residence. Well, what a home equity line of credit is, it's you're locking in the ability to borrow money. Even if you're not borrowing money, it's like a credit card. You already have a credit card. The advance is on you or like the credit is on you and your signature. Whereas a home equity line of credit is on your house. Now, what happens is when you charge on a credit card, you actually put a balance. So you borrow money from the bank and put it on the credit card. From there, you pay it back. Same thing with a home equity line of credit. It's just like a credit card. As soon as you borrow money out of the property, out of the home equity line of credit, you get a balance. And then as soon as you pay it back, you don't pay any interest. You don't have any payments. It's not like a home a mortgage, like a full 30-year mortgage or anything like that. It's a home equity line of credit. You can dip into it and then pay it off. Dip into it and pay it off. And here's the big reason why you want to get a home equity line of credit. Back in 2009, after the crash, mortgages were not, I, they were so hard to get. In fact, one house that I bought in 2010, it literally took like four months for the mortgage company to go through. Now, how much better it would be if you actually had a line of credit, you actually had money to borrow that the bank has already said, I've already pre-approved you. Nothing's changed. It looks like we can still keep lending to you. What's great is once you have that home equity line of credit, it's much harder for the bank to say, no, you cannot spend any more on it, as opposed to going to a bank, 
after the crash, hey, bank, I'd like to get a home equity line of credit. Well, they just got punched in the face a bunch, like with foreclosures and losing money. They're going to be very gun shy, which means they're not going to want to give out loans very easily. You have to really, really be good and well qualified for these loans. So if you get this loan now or get pre-qualified and actually lock in a home equity line of credit with your property, you have like a credit card. You can then use that to go invest. And also right now, rates are crazy, crazy low. And if you just saw the Federal Reserve said, we're going to keep the rates crazy, crazy low for three years up until 2023. If you didn't see that video, check out my video as well on that as well. But the Federal Reserve said for three years, they're going to keep it at zero, which is going to help our mortgage rates stay very, 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 very low. And with it being low, we're going to have great time. If we already have the loan in place before the crash, we can utilize it after the crash and not have to go beg a bank to give us a loan after. Because what they say is, if you need a loan, they're most likely not going to give you a loan. If you don't need a loan, that's when they're saying, yes, I can give you a loan. It's just, it's it's a little sad, but that's just the way bankers are. They don't want to lose their money and they want to make money. And the fifth thing that you need to do is subscribe to my channel and like this video. I am giving out so much great information on how to invest, where to invest, what to do, how to not lose money, how to make money. So subscribe to my channel and like this video. It helps YouTube to get this out to everybody. The algorithm, that's just what it does. So the fifth thing is subscribe and like this video. The sixth thing that I want you to do, so this is the sixth thing, is to secure a line of credit for yourself, a signature loan. Not just a home equity line of credit, but if you go to your bank, whatever bank you're at, or if you go to a local regional bank where you are, maybe a credit union, get a signature loan now before the crash. Interest rates are very low. If you have a signature loan, you can basically pull out money so then you could buy rental properties. You're, you're already having the money, the loan created there for you as opposed to after the crash where the banks don't want to give out money. Just like with a home equity line of credit, you're getting the loan in advance for when you're going to invest. You know what's going to happen. Signature loan might be a little different to nuance because it's a it's not like a home equity line of credit. They will literally give you that money right when you get it. But shoot, if you already have the business, if you're already buying properties, this is just money putting back into your business. Now, I will say as a caveat, you better be able to deploy that money and have your business ready so you can have that opportunity to then jump into that property with that money that you take out. Now, also, if you already have an ongoing relationship with a bank, the home equity line of credit or with a signature loan, it's easier to get another loan in the future. So here's a uh, here's a trick. Here's a pro tip I'm going to give you. Now, this is super, super pro trick wise. Go to two different banks. If you go to the first bank and you get a signature loan for $1,000, you pull that $1,000 out. So you owe them $1,000. Then you go to that second bank, go to a second bank, get a signature loan for another $1,000. Well, what you do is you pull that $1,000 out and then you pay off the each other bank that you basically don't pay any interest because you're paying the money back. Not saying that you actually have to switch it because it's still $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, but you're paying it back. You might get a little bit of interest or, you know, fees or something like that. But once you pay it back, you develop credit rapport with them. Basically, they're saying, hey, you know, I like this Dustin guy. He he borrowed money and, you know, borrowed $1,000 and he paid us, you know, $15 or 20 bucks to borrow it for a month. Shoot, let's go ahead and give them some more money. You're basically building up a rapport with a bank to help them to realize, hey, Dustin is, or you know, if your name's Joe, Joe is a good person to lend money to because we're going to make money on them. We have a credit history, a credit rapport with them. So that is a great reason why you should start doing that now. Now, the seventh thing that you really need to do right now, because the value of homes are very, very high, what you want to do is sell. Now, 
sell. I, it's hard for me to sell things because once they own them, they make me money. But this is what I want you to do. Sell underperforming properties. So if you have properties right now that are not doing very well, they're not making you very much passive income, you see, oh man, I made a little bit of money, you know, appreciation's up, sell it now. The reason why is because you'll capture in that high, high value. Once there is a crash, your value from here is gonna literally come down and you're in a worse position. So if there's an underperforming property or a property that's just a headache for you, sell it now, get rid of it now so you can capture that money to then put it into a better property. And the eighth thing that I want you to do is I want you to develop more banking relationships with other banks. Just like I told you how you wanna go and get two signature loans, that's a pro tip I give you, two signature loans, pay off one, pay off the other, so you have that rapport, do that with many banks. Because you never know if one bank, you oh man, I have a great rapport with them, but then they literally shut down, or I mean, it's, it's highly unlikely to shut down, but they, they literally shut down all their lending ability or something like that. Well, you have two or three or four other banks. So what you literally can do to build rapport is do that same pro tip where I gave you borrowing from a signature loan for $1,000 from two different banks, do it to like four different banks and pay them back. You'll pay, I don't know, 20, 30, $50 in interest or you know fees or something like that. But that rapport that you have, that's four or five different banks that you have basically lines in the water for funding for your future properties. So you wanna have banks, people who lend money. These are just regular people. Banks have people that work for them. That's what I mean. Banks have people that work for them. And so these are regular people. If you get to know them, they get to know you. They're like, man, Joe over here, he's got a, he's a good guy. I actually, or you know, the bank makes a lot of money. I look good because I, find, I found this investor that is gonna be borrowing money and paying us money. So get relationships with many other banks. The ninth thing that I really want you to do is to turn short-term properties, Airbnb properties, VRBO properties, into long-term properties right now. Because when, and we saw this through the pandemic of COVID-19, that people just stopped traveling. And when you do not travel, you do not make money in an Airbnb or a short-term property. Also, what's gonna happen when economy stops, when, let not say stops, when the economy goes down, there's a housing market crash. When that happens as well, what's gonna happen is people aren't gonna to wanna to travel as much. There's not gonna be a lot of traveling and vacationing, which means your short-term rental property will be losing money because it's not being rented. Turn that into a long-term property because in the long-term properties, you're gonna have them leased for a year. Basically, you're gonna have somebody saying, I'm gonna pay you for an entire year to stay in your property. And so my big suggestion is to turn short-term properties into long-term properties. So you make constant passive income every single month, makes it a good property as opposed to a liability. It's an asset, puts money in your pocket, as opposed to a liability because nobody's traveling. The short-term market's dried up. You're having to lower your prices. It's just not gonna be good. So turn them into long-term properties. And the 10th thing that I want you to be doing right now to be creative, and I have more, so this is not the last one. The 10th thing that I want you to do is I want you to not pay off your mortgages early, especially the ones that have a very, very low interest rate. Let's say you refinance the house like five years ago and maybe you got inheritance and you're like, shoot, I could pay off the house and have the house right now. I would not do that. And the reason why, if you got a low interest rate now, keep that. That's like an idea for the loan in the future. If you have cash right now, save that cash because 
Cash is going to be king in this housing market crash. When it does crash, your cash is going to go so much further. You're going to be saying, look at all these properties for sale. They're like, you know, 10 cents to the dollar. So instead of like a million dollars, they're they're selling for like, I don't know, $300,000, $400,000. Let's go and buy them. Well, I would not recommend buying a million dollar house or one, but that was. But let's say a house was selling for $200,000. What might be cut in half? Let's say you could buy it for $100,000. Well, shoot, buy as many as those as you can. Save that mortgage that you have on your house now because you're going to be able to look at that as, as already having a loan that has a great, great interest rate. If you pay it off, great, you'll have your house that is paid off, which is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It's fantastic. But we're investors. We're looking for investing in the future. If we pay it off, that means our cash is gone. We are out of this loan we just had. Now we got to go through and get a whole brand new loan. Why not keep this loan? Keep your cash and then buy properties with the cash with as, as a down payment or buy a cash outright, whatever it might be. But don't pay off your loans early because you could save that cash. And the 11th thing that I want you to do is create private financing opportunities, private money. Basically, you're going to be talking to your friends, your family members, acquaintances, business owners, anybody and everybody that you know. Now, don't be sleazy. Hey, you know, I, I invest and uh, I want you to give me money so I can buy properties. Don't do that. You, I mean, there's so many things that we need to talk about helping you to understand how to do private money. But one thing you want to do is develop relationships. Let other people know that you are actually an investor, that you buy for cash flow and passive income, and you're looking for other investors who want to invest their money in a loan. Now, you could do equity. I'm not a big fan of equity because they you know, have to have equity in the property, and then you have to buy them out and everything. If you get them to give you a loan for money, that is so much better because you can pay them off. You can even refinance the property, pull the cash out and give it to them and pay them off. So right now, you also want to be looking for private money lenders. You want to look for people that are actually going to be giving you money as a loan so that you can buy a property and make passive income for yourself. The more people that you tell that you're an investor, that you make money for other people, the more people are going to want to give you money. And especially if you show a track record, hey, I had this property and I made this investor money, or I have this property, it's making me $350 a month in passive income. This person you're talking to is like, wow, tell me more. Now, it's planting a little bit of seed in their brain that you're an investor, that they can make money through you, planting that seed, and then going back maybe you know a month later, hey, I have this deal, would you possibly be interested? And Or whatever it might be as far as sharing with them what you're doing. But the trick is, or the key is, to share with them that you are doing it. Getting it in their brain, because who knows, maybe six months from now, they might be ready. Right now, they might not be ready. Most times, in fact, the people that I have got for private money, they are not ready at the right, as soon as I'm telling them, they're not ready. Maybe they gotta free up some money, liquidate it by you know selling stocks or whatever it might be, or they're just not ready mentally, they have too much work. But in six months from now, it might be the right perfect time. So that's exactly what you want to do. And you guys are awesome. I'll see you in the next one.